Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again. <laughs> this is episode number, which one is this? Is this one, two, three, four? Quattro? You know, if you just, never mind. I didn't, I didn't write it on here, so yeah. I don't know. Wayne, why don't you tell people who you are? Well, you know it's me. I'm your boy, Wayne the Hat Trick, Wizzy Webb. Back on the mic again. That's not part of your middle name. But it is. We're just going to let it slide. I'm going to put it, I'm going to make it legally. I'm going to change it. You, you know you know a notary to do that for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Across from me is our guest today. Tell us your name. Hey guys, my name is Nathan Berry. And tell us who you are. Well, um, I am a uh, local Houston photographer and videographer. I uh, run my own company, uh, Nathan Berry Productions, and uh, I go around doing local portraits, weddings, events, things like that, and vlogs. All right. So we're going to meet Nathan in a little bit. The first topic we're going to talk about, ultimately, is not necessarily Harvey Weinstein and his brother Bob Weinstein, but just the general entire culture. And we've talked about it for two or three weeks. This is probably the last time we're going to talk about it because it's annoying. And frankly, these are yeah. grown men that, listen, that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole other discussion. It's wrong. I think it's wrong. Wayne, you think it's wrong? Yes. Nathan, I'm going to go out on a limb and think you th- think you think it's wrong? That's correct. It exactly. is highly wrong. So Don't do it. We're just going to say stop. <laughs> Please. Stop. Okay? Because you're ruining <laughs> stop lives. It. You're get ruining help. careers. You're ruining... And yeah, I am tired some- of hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. That's the Michael Jordan. <laughs> stop it. Get, get some help. help. <laughs> you need all of that. So before we go on for with our movie and TV topics, we're going to introduce Nathan. <clears throat> yo. Nathan, say what's up to people one more time. Yo, yo. What's going on, guys? Glad to be here. Glad to be on the show. This is exciting. So Wayne, you got. Why don't you ask him the first question? So what is N Berry Productions, and what do you do? Nathan Berry Productions, NBP, all that stuff. It is a, um, you know, it's a company that I started a few years back. It originally started with photography. Um, you know, a while back I got this professional camera, and I started, you know, goofing around with uh, taking some pictures, and I thought. Hey man, you know I could be making money with this at some mm-hmm. point, and uh, and you know I had always been volunteering within uh, my church uh, as well, and I had just been doing stuff at church, doing stuff in um, you know just local around my town, uh, all that kind of stuff. It made me realize like one, I can make money off of this, uh, not at the church, but just like outside wow. of it, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know just outside of that, going, hey, I can uh, start a business here and tell these stories. Um, of people, and I'll get into that in a second. But basically, I started doing photo shoots. I started doing uh, portraits, uh, some couple shoots, things like that. Uh, eventually, they asked me to do a wedding, you know, for some of the people that I did a couple shoot for, nice. and uh, which was really exciting. You know, some people I would get to, I'd, I'd take their solo pictures. There's this one couple that I uh, that I know very well now because of these shoots. You know, I indivo- I, I photograph them individually. And then eventually they got together. I did their couple shoot, and then I did a few of their couple shoots, and then I did their wedding. <laughs> oh wow! Which is super cool. I'm not saying so, I'm the architect of all. Of not this. saying I'm the architect. <laughs> I brought you together, but yeah, exactly. I kind of helped that out a little bit. <laughs> so it, you know, it's stuff like that. And so um, what NBP is really, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna make a blanket statement about it, it is a company that is um, motivated to tell stories of people. Um, I like it. That's uh, that's what I love love to do. Um, you know, whether it's just something simple like, uh, hey, like let me show you who this person is, or mm-hmm. it's like, or it's an organization, or it's a uh, or it's a story about you know the people of uh, like for example, I made a video recently about you know Hurricane Harvey. I yeah, put that out recently. That was a pretty cool video. And uh, thank you. And uh, you know that. It wasn't about necessarily about the storm. It was about the people of that, you know, of Houston that were affected. And, uh, you know, what's the what's the, the good sides of that story? You know, the, out, the good outcomes. And then what is, um, you know, what's the bad? You know, let, let's see both sides of it and people that have lost everything, but also people that are able to go and help those who have lost everything. So it's all about the people. It's all about the stories. And um, if I can do that for the rest of my life, uh, I'm good. Nice. That's a good snapshot. Next question. Yes, sir. If you can remember way back in childhood. Way back. What was, yeah, we're all like 60. If you can go all way the way back. back. <laughs> if you can remember what was the first like image, video, movie, TV show, et cetera, that you saw as a kid and was like, that is really interesting. Not necessarily because, 
you know, with 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 a video mind, you think differently mm-hmm. than other people when it comes sure. to certain projects. So not necessarily like, oh, I like this show. It's like, oh, I like the way that, like the way the camera moves a certain way. Like you, your brain thinks differently than others. Sure. So why don't you speak to that a little bit? Sure, sure. Um, it's funny you asked that. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, what what did inspire me? Um, so this is funny. I, I I think I think really the biggest inspiration. Or rather, the first thing that I can remember, um, I was a little kid. I, I don't, man, I don't remember how old I was, but it was a long time ago. Again, because I'm like 60, and um, you know, the AARP. I'm, <laughs> <kicking> in. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm sitting on my couch and I'm flipping through channels, and uh, Back to the Future Two comes on. Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the legend, and um, I see, um, I see that shot in in near the end where. You know, Doc is is taken off. He he leaves Marty. He he goes to uh, what is it? The past for mm-hmm. the third one. Yeah. And he and you know, um, Marty opens up that note. Yeah. And uh, and he reads the I, note. I, yeah, he reads the note. And I was and I was watching that scene play out. And man, I was just so intrigued by like the the gravity of that scene mm-hmm. and uh, what was going to happen next. And it, it really intrigued me as one, the visuals, because I, I had never seen anything like that, you know, car taking off, yeah. uh, you know, going, going into uh, teleporting and uh, I'd never seen it before, but also just the, uh, the level of storytelling in that uh, just the, the different timelines or, or rather the, uh, the jumps and forwards in the time and yeah. in, in the past and future. Um, just really crazy stuff, and it made me really intrigued with storytelling and also the visuals of how to even make something like that and kind of put it all together. And then uh, I just fell in love with those movies. Nice. Back to the Future. Nice. How do you feel about the uh, – I was listening to someone break down Back to the Future. It's kind of funny because okay. it was like ultimately when you look at it, it's like he's trying to make sure he doesn't sleep with – or trying to make sure his mom doesn't hook up with uh, – uh, What's his name? The bully that the the bully that he faces in the Biff? first one was it yeah, Biff? Biff. yeah 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 and so it was like he that's like literally the point of the movie yeah exactly <laughs> it was kind of like ooh. <laughs> when you look back on that movie it's like okay yeah it was definitely an eighties oh, yeah. film I mean oh, yeah. I mean the, I don't I don't think those tones would be uh, played out well in the twenty seventeen <laughs> no. movie no. like if they try to reboot Back to the Future <laughs> nowadays and they did that I don't know man I think that there'd be that'd be a lot different. I guarantee you that's coming down the pike at some point. Someone is going to be like, you know what? Let's reboot. Let's reboot Back to the Future. Back to the you future. know what's interesting though is that <sighs> the rights to the no no the rights to I don't know if it was Zemeckis or mm-hmm. the person who came up with the story. I, I don't know the full details, but basically the rights owner to Back to the Future, mm-hmm. they said, I will never as long as I'm living. As long as I'm living, exactly. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm living, I will never let them make a reboot. Or Back to the Future Four, because uh, yeah. honestly, there have been many reports to people saying, "Hey, I want to make this film. I want, I want to oh, do a sequel. Let, let's see where Marty's kids are at. Yeah, or let's see. Let's go back to the you know um, the Western era, whatever." Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not going to do it. No, Unless, I'm surprised. In, yeah. Well, he got because he had to give the okay because we talked about it a, like a couple episodes ago when the trailer dropped for uh, uh, Ready Player One. Oh yeah, uh, the DeLorean is, is in That's it. That's right. Is so it? he has to give okay to Steven Spielberg. Well, granted, Steven Spielberg owns, you know, <laughs> like it makes sense that the DeLorean is in Re- yeah, Ready Player so One. Yeah, so he has to give the okay right. to, to Steven for that because it's in the book. But when you deal with like likeness, then you got to be like, okay, am I allowed to? So he can say, hey, I don't. You got to give me two million dollars, and I'll give you the DeLorean for the movie. <laughs> That's what I would do. Just, just saying. Yeah. What is your ultimate dream for Nathan Berry Productions? Like, what is the end picture. Mm. And then what do you think are some of the steps that will help you get there? Sure. Um, in, in that, the million dollar question. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. But I, th- I think, I think for now, my, uh, my long-term goal, and this is just very general, but um, it is to right now develop kind of a, um, develop a, a, a thing where I, I, like I said, I create stories in Houston. I kind of, go around to my city and then other cities, which I'll get to in a second. Um, but you know, I start creating these stories, videos, portraits and things kind of, kind of establish myself as what I'm, you know, and telling myself, telling people who, you know, telling people what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, having them kind of understand what my vision is about and then kind of branch out into other cities. And I would love to have a team of people that go to do just that. 
um, and focus on people and stories and whatever. And I would like, I mean, I mean, come on, isn't it any photographer's dream to travel the world yeah. and do Honestly, that kind of stuff? Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, I would love to just uh, go go uh, global with that. Mm-hmm. Um, make it a whole thing, make it a whole team and kind of and kind of oversee these uh-huh. people that would go and go out for me and, and capture these uh, really incredible stories. Um, and that starts, it starts now with me branching out and uh, going into other cities. So mm-hmm. like, for example, um, I'm working on a new film that's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sequel to the the video that uh, it's called Moments that mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I did this past year. And that first one was about uh, a church camp for Second Baptist Church. Uh-huh. It's called Beach Tree. And that was basically, it was, it was something that it was centered about, about beach treat, but Uh it was more towards my testimony about like who I am and how I found Jesus and whatever. And, uh, and it it was, it was a cool story, I think. Um, and that was kind of a test to see, can I tell a story about me? Uh That was, that was good. That was And that made sense. That people actually wanted to. Exactly. That people were invested in watching. And, uh, the answer is yes. The answer Mm -hmm. is yes, that I could. And then, and then now what I'm doing is I'm working on a film that is focused on people that have memorable stories of, of like upbringing and what they're mm-hmm. doing, what they're doing nowadays. Um, and they have, and they have uh, defining moments in their life that shaped them to be where they are now. And so, uh, you know, I'm interviewing three different people right now and each of those people are in a different city outside of Houston. So like okay. one's in College Station, one is in Dallas, and one is in Austin. So I'm going to be documenting not only me, like vlogging, that you know, going up there to each of these cities, uh-huh. exploring that city, but um, I'm going to be getting to you know make this movie uh, with these three different people and kind of look into their lives um, as to what they are doing and how and how they got to be where they are. I like that. So that's Wayne, the nice. that is the beginning of that. That's nice. Wayne, what's the last question? All right, we're going to end it with a bang. What is your top, or what are, uh, let me get my you know grammar. How to, you know how to read, let me, let me make sure my grammar is correct. Sure, sure. <laughs> what are your top two favorite movies, top two favorite actors, and who was your favorite director and why? Mm, that's a good question. So let's put that, top two movies we've gotten, Inception, we've got, Inception twice, actually. Yeah, we've got Inception twice. Uh, we've got Wolf of Wall Street, we've got, what did We've got Christopher Nolan. That's yeah. We've got basically we've got Christopher Nolan movies. So, what would you say your top two movies are? Um, Well, the first one, I mean, my favorite franchise of all time, uh, and the best movie in that franchise, Empire Strikes Back. Okay, number five. Got to be Empire Strikes Back. Good answer. Um, that's the, I mean, I think that's the, the defining one of the franchise. Uh, I think per, definitely the most memorable one. Oh yeah. Uh, in my opinion. For those of you who don't know, we're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> we're not talking about Lord of the Rings. Oh wait, like, I, I know it's Star Wars, okay? <laughs> it's cause I'm I was y- actually, a youngin. I was actually listening to someone talk about it and it was, it was really interesting how like Empire Strikes Back is one of the first, if any movies to end. Do you right? <laughs> I was... <laughs> Say what? I had a flashback to that video we were watching. The oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I gotta show. We'll show you that video later. Okay. Internet. We'll link the video we're talking about because it's amazing. Please. Okay. Um, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back is one of the first movies that ends like sourly. Like it doesn't wrap up. Right. Everything in a nice. Bow. That's true. At That's the end of true. five, you're like, well, Han's dead. Luke's missing a hand. <laughs> like everyone's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Right. And then they end the movie, and everyone's like, what the crap? Like you're not allowed yeah. to end movies like that. Right. It's just like. One of the first to start doing And I think that. that's another reason why it's so iconic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? So, yeah, that one. And um, I, I, a second one, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm hesitant to say which one, but, um, yeah, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. The original? The original. Hmm. Is there mm. is there another one? No, I say I say original as in like that. Is there a director? Four. Is there a George Lucas uh, ex, oh, uh, special please. edition? I hope not. We <laughs> <laughs> just digitally add Shia LaBeouf. They put the Job of the They put Job of the Hut in there just like, for no reason. Oh gosh, I was talking to a friend of mine. We're going through Lo- uh, Lord of the Rings. Good Lord, Harry Potter. Come on now, because <laughs> of, of you, us. Preach. We're going through Star Wars. He's going through for the first time. Oh, um, which way did you go? We went machete order. 
Okay, so okay. we well, I started with Rogue One, right? Because as much like we talked about it, Rogue One, it's not a saga movie. Eh. Rogue One is literally the lead up into four. So I'm like, you're starting like start with three. You got to do mm-hmm. it. You or three. Do it. Start with Rogue One, and you see Darth Vader for who he actually is yeah. instead of like this old wheezing black guy who actually turns out to be white in the, in the last movie and you're like they pulled a fast one on him you're like that's not james <laughs> what's, what's going on here so Psych. we started with that one and then we went for well actually i think he just watched four five six and now we're going to the prequels mm-hmm. and i was telling him how to okay how to watch it but we got like we watched the first one and he was like man that was not good and i was like i was like it doesn't get me <laughs> so we're watching two and he he only the saw worst like the first one. twenty mo- first twenty minutes and he had to leave. Oh, but it was like I, uh, I was like you don't I was like you're not prepared for how bad this movie is. And he looked he's like what are you talking about? I was like listen, I don't like sand. I was like <laughs> I didn't even tell it's him rough. that. I, don't I was like, like listen, it gets everywhere. for for George Lucas to to for the greatness that he did and create the originals. Mm-hmm. We understand that. But what <laughs> made a lot of the originals good is that George Lucas did one thing and a lot of people did other things. Like Harrison Ford literally improv like all of his lines. Right. It's, it's like I'm not reading this crap. <laughs> With the prequels, George Lucas was in charge of like everything. So he was like, "Hey, this is what teenagers sound like when they're in love." Let's write, and it's horrible. <laughs> I want to so, kiss you, but I can't. <laughs> we got 20 minutes in, and he says, "He's uh, you've grown too, more beautiful." I mean, you're just like I remember you in my dreams, and I was like, <laughs> and my friend is like, "What is going on?" And I was like clapping i was like oh it's about to start a ride and then he jumps out of like the speeder like falling down oh right right right. he had to leave and i was like i paused it because we're gonna finish this (laughs) and you're gonna sit and endure this because i had to oh god so great goodness so great top two actors top two actors or actresses actresses actors or actresses got it got it got it um man that's a good one i want to say uh, well, I'm, I, I, I have. You said top two. Yeah. Um, well, the first one, I'll stick with uh, what we were just talking about. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Get him. Uh, wonderful, wonderful actor. Um, What's your favorite Harrison Ford movie? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. You know, I <laughs> haven't seen that yet. I haven't I, seen. I've heard it's. I heard we it's very to, good. But it's a three hour movie. And I, I know. I, don't have I just time. haven't like <laughs> had the time uh-huh. to go out and see that. But I really want to though in IMAX. That's, that's committing a lot of time. <laughs> it's yes. a lot, man. But I think it's gonna be worth it. Um, now, favorite Harrison Ford movie. I mean, uh, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Uh, I think. I think. Um, you know, Han Solo was a was a famous role, but as far as uh, screen time, you know, uh, you know, definitely Raiders. Okay. Um, and uh, second is uh, McConaughey. All right, Ooh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that Lincoln Navigator commercial. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I was I, it's stuck I, in my head. Someone, yeah. someone asked me the other day, "What's your favorite uh, McConaughey film?" I said, "The Lincoln commercial." The Lincoln commercial. The Lincoln commercial. <laughs> no mean, words are said. No just, words are said. He just stares out the window he's so solemnly. It's raining. <laughs> do, 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 he's do, like he's do. like he's like contemplating like. Oh, I just bought this car. <laughs> <laughs> Got to drive around the rain. So have you? Oh, who was it? It, SNL did made fun of him. Who played him though? I forgot. Was who it Goslin? On I don't know. It was a while. It was a while ago. No, that's the other thing. That's Papyrus. Goslin's is hilarious. But uh, they made fun of him. But they did the. And I put this. Oh, it was Jim Carrey. Jim oh, Carrey really? did him. I don't think I've seen that. I no. don't know what's going on anymore. I mean, he did the part, and it was perfect. Oh, and then I was like, it's Jim, like Jim Carrey. That's awesome. Okay, I, gotta, speaking, I gotta watch speaking that. Speaking of uh, Harrison Ford, oh, go ahead. Speaking of Jim Carrey, yes. They're having a Netflix like documentary thing about Jim about Carrey. About him, yeah. Yeah, I heard and about it, that. It really looks it. pretty good. I like Jim Carrey. He's had a crazy life. Yes. And I want to see more into that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Before we get off on tangent, because it, you said Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. um, we talked about this last week. Give us your thoughts in two words on the solo. Uh, Han Solo is called Solo, a Star Wars story. You get two words. Two words? Two words, I yep. got I got a lot to say about that, man. Exactly. I got a lot. Unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> we said, gent- like, before you get to the two words, we said, um, ultimately, we said, Rogue One, uh, all the anthology films are going to be called a Star Wars story, first off. That's just how they're doing it, so we understand. Mm-hmm. Rogue One, you have to call it a Star Wars story because none of the characters in it, people know at all. It yeah. comes before everything we know. So if you don't call it a Star Wars story, your marketing is not going to be as good mm-hmm. as if you do call it a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. 
that's not you don't have to do that with Han Solo. Exactly. With him Solo being a Star Wars story. Yeah, exactly. And we said like What is that alliteration? Like Luke is yes, Luke is important <laughs> and yes, it, Chewie, we all love, all love those characters. The two I guarantee you the two most popular characters are Leia and Han. Leia, you think so? Yeah, definitely. Because it was because well, because the, the role model that she was, you think? At both sides it was the it was for I'm going to just blanket term nerds. Okay. Um, in the 80s, it was the girl that everyone like fell in love with. The girl who mm-hmm. was the princess, but also could kick butt and also could fight. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, it was girls. It was the rogue, devilish, handsome, you know, guy that didn't take crap from anybody. Uh, I love you. I know. Like that type of thing. And <laughs> yeah. everyone loved that. Yeah, it, yeah. It's those two. And so when you say, it's like, oh, it's Han Solo movie. Okay, we got it. But like, first of all, calling it Solo means... It's only going to be him because it's just a knock on, like it's a knock on wood play on words. Right. But if you're bringing obviously in, not though. Yeah, if you're bringing in young, you're, Lando, you're bringing in uh, Chewie, Gambino. Yeah. As, uh, so <laughs> I can't wait hey. to see what he's going to do with Lando. I think That's, it's going to be really yeah. Good. So um, two words. You get two words. Don't care. Nice. Ooh. Don't care. Hot Ooh. take. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hot take right there. He doesn't give. <laughs> I um, will. I think I will speak about that later on. But. Yeah. But you're you're gonna watch it though. Yes, of course. It's gonna come out in May. Chewie's of in 2018. It. Yep, May of 2018. Right, which is weird because I thought that um, December was a Star Wars holiday. When when usually it's not, but when Force Awakens came out and they were like, "We own December <laughs> now." Right. Right. Uh, I I thought they would always do that though. I thought it would be smart for them to have it summer and fall or summer right. and winter because they're gonna have either or either or. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, it depends. on After 9, we don't know what's going to happen. We know there's an Obi-Wan movie coming. We Has that been confirmed? That, that's yeah, been a, I, that's okay. been confirmed. Okay. Obi-Wan movie's coming. We don't... Boba Fett hasn't been confirmed. No. It needs I, to be. I don't think they're doing that. Oh. I don't think... I, I don't think they are. To, but I don't... What they need to do is a bounty hunter movie. That's not going to happen. Ain't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like a 1313 movie? Exactly. Yeah. Which, like, they were making that... I was like, yo, this is great. Because I was telling... My friend was watching Star Wars the first time. I was like, they were supposed to do some seedy underbelly game. And I was like, yo, make that into a movie. It ain't going <laughs> yeah. to happen. And your favorite director, and why? Is it Mel Gibson? Because of Passion of the Christ. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Passion of the Christ. Well, it's Mel Gibson. Beca- no, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, man, it's Spielberg. Steven. It's, it's Spielberg. Okay. Um, What's I mean, your favorite Spielberg movie? I know he's made six billion movies and it's not fair, but <laughs> like seven billion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, I mean, I'm 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 kind of a broken record right now, but uh, it's it's uh, Raiders. It's Raiders. Yeah. What's your favorite Spielberg film, bro? Honestly, I I don't keep up with directors. <laughs> I just enjoy movies. I think my favorite. I'm the same is, way. I, my favorite is E.T. Yeah. His because that scared the. Give me give me some like, Spielberg movies. Raiders, E.T. Okay, and then six other billion. <laughs> Got it. My mind's blanking right now. And there's a lot that he produced too. Yeah, he you know, so like sometimes I'll say a movie he produced. Like right, everything. Right. I mean, he had a film. He had a hand in uh, Transformers. Yeah. Hmm. Like was the, it the like original? The first, it was the first it was one. The first yeah, one. yeah, yeah. And then he was like, which I, right, I'm done. Which yeah. I actually liked. I'm I actually, done. <laughs> I actually like that. Film. I made my money. I'm out. Yeah, he got out before it got bad. Before it got really bad. Uh, why? Why Spielberg? Man, because he's a. I mean, think about everything that he has inspired. With innovator, <clears throat> with yeah, innovator. Um, he has created a style that is uh, unlike anything else you've ever seen. And there are so many movies now that have tried to copy what he's doing yep. uh, or what he has done. And uh, I think you know he's a uh, he he's not doing as much anymore. Which I mean, he, that's fine. He's a uh, he's old. I think he's he's an old, older guy. His prime was I don't know. It, it was it was a long time ago. But um, no matter what he does. Like you know, he turns it into gold. Oh it's yeah, it's just it's good. Oh, yeah. it, it, it's a unique style that you don't forget. It's a unique, uh, just a way of st- telling a story, um, and it just it it you know you get it you get it. I'm messing up here. No, you're fine. Um, he's got good. He makes good movies that have an impact. Right. That's what he's good at doing. He's yeah. like he doesn't he doesn't often drop movies for just monetary. Like besides Warhorse, which I don't know why, like that movie was just. Eh, I agree. That was you know money, mm-hmm. but he makes movies that have an impact on 
film for the next like five to ten. For years. example, I mean, Stranger Things. Right. Exactly. I mean, you see Will Byers walk into the cabinet or the um, what's it called, you know, the the shed. Oh yeah, the ET. And I yeah. and I immediately think, oh, is it, this is ET? Yeah. Like okay, got there's it. There's a there's a really interesting video I would look it up that shows you all of the '80s nostalgia moments in Stranger Things, and then taken from movies. It's crazy. Yeah. To like opening shot looks exactly like the ET opening shot, and this mm-hmm. looks like the thing. It's amazing how uh, we talked about it last season. The Duffer Brothers had thirteen pitched that pitched Stranger Things thirteen times in different places, and they all were like, "Nah, no, nah, we're good." And they came to Netflix, and Netflix was like, "We'll give you a blank check for this. Just do what you got to do." And they Smart. made Stranger Things. I Man. bet everyone else is yeah. oh my gosh. Uh, so like mad. They, like, they went to Yahoo, Amazon, like who everyone, and they were like, "Nah." I was like, "That's why Netflix is a little bit ahead of the game." Even even if they were where they were with Hulu, Stranger Things puts them over just because of how good it is. Mm-hmm. Like I know some people that are getting a Netflix account this week just, just for, for Stranger, Stranger things, things, just because of how much it's been talked about. Yeah, you know, man. Anyway, that's some marketing right there. In a snapshot, that is Nathan Berry, and that's Nathan Berry Productions. Why don't you tell everybody where to find you on social media? Sure, sure. Um, it's pretty simple. Uh, it's Nathan Berry Productions on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Keep I am not same. on Twitter. Keep it the same through everything. I like yes, it. yes. Uh, now we're going to get into movie news. Yeah. You're supposed to do a jingle or something. Oh, I am? Too, too late. Okay. It um, lost its flavor. I'm sorry. <laughs> why don't you go first? All right. In a new interview with Collider, Pacific Rim Uprising director Stephen DeKnight did I say that right? Yes, sir. Get him. Hinted at a possible crossover between Pacific Rim and the Kong Godzilla yes. shared universe. I want all no, of that. That would be intriguing. <laughs> the Knight went on record saying, "There's been a lot of discussion about that about that possibility of crossing over. I think it would be fantastic, seemingly natural step. Um, it's by far not a certainty, but we've had conversations. I think this is a cool thing." I think this would be amazing. Did we see Kong Skull Island? No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We did see it together. Yes. Okay, spoilers alert. Spoiler alert, because we're going to say something. Did you see Kong Skull Island? I saw parts of it. Okay. I didn't uh, I didn't see. Did, are you going to see it? Not until like DVD or whatever? You can spoil it. Okay. Kong Skull Island was exactly what I wanted from the Peter Jackson King Kong. Really? That one in 09 that was like three hours long with Jack Black. Right. Except it was like I wanted the island King Kong. Like, we've seen when he gets to New York and all, and when they got to the island, it was really unique and all the different bugs and all that. I was like, yo, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Kong Skull Island was just that, the whole movie. And I was like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, I know a lot of people were like, well, there needs to be more with the girl. And they hinted at that in the movie. But I was like, that, the way they're set, like, these are set up movies for. Right. That, like, when I went into it thinking and knowing that, oh, this is a setup movie. Well, they set up Godzilla and Kong to be the crossover yeah, event. Yeah, in like the, 2020. Where they, or where they like both uh, brawl. Yeah, and they're supposed happening. to fight like Mothra and so Like, they're bringing all right. these old, and I'm like, yo, but Kong Sal Island was just him knocking out massive spiders, helicopter. Like, it was awesome. And I was like, that's all I need. Yep. I need King Kong to grab an anchor and like wrap around his fist <laughs> and then he punched something i was like done that paid for my ticket right there because you have to like that was the one thing that peter jackson's king kong was a lot of drama and a lot of like hey we're gonna make this lord of the rings so you don't need to make it three hours peter jack i love you we don't need to make this three hours you don't need to make it like we were in new york for like an hour in that first movie and then they went to the island and then they went back to new york i think they're changing the tone that's what right I'm saying right uh, I like the first Pacific Rim. Some people are like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "It's it's rock 'em sock 'em robots. It's a popcorn. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, fine. It's fine." But do you think it fits into the universe that they've set up with uh, Godzilla and King Kong? I I don't think it does. That's the thing. I yeah. think it'd be cool to see, but they like I don't I don't like movies being changed for the sake of hey, let's make sure there's a hint in here that oh that could possibly happen if the movie's fine by itself. It's the Marvel Cinematic Universe effect. Unfortunately. Because they do it so well that everyone's like, we need to do it. And yeah. it's like, no. It's like when I watched, uh, oh gosh, what was that terrible movie? Prometheus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, they're bringing Alien back. And it was trash. Right. And then at the end, they shoehorned like, oh, there's the alien right there. Let's from put the- an alien in it for no like, reason. You don't- what do you think, Wayne? Well, I haven't seen Pacific Rim. But. It's a, it's a movie I'd, theater movie. I feel like it's a movie that I would it really want to see. Uh-huh. 
Only because I like robots and all that stuff. And um, Idris Elba. Yes. Yeah. Idris Elba, the goat. Yeah. <laughs> who made A Mountain Between Us that much better. That's right. You did see that movie. Yes. <laughs> Even though people poop on it. Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to see that. Idris, Idris Elba made that movie. Okay. All right, whatever you say, Anyway. Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... I'm okay with you know seeing robots fight gorillas no, yeah. and dinosaurs or whatever, so whatever God's Power Rangers is. look. That's exactly what the Power Rangers yeah. look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could see that. But uh, I mean, I'm all for it. I gotta go watch Pacific Rim though. Yeah, we'll watch it because I like I like the the trailer for the second one. Yeah, that trailer was and was, was it's awesome. gonna make me watch that one. But I want to watch the first one so I know watch what's the happening in the second first. one. Yeah, so I actually think? I actually think the new one looks more like a Transformers movie. I, I did have that vibe. You know what, man? I didn't want he, that. But here's the thing. Here's what I noticed. I watched it a few times, and I realized that you know, you know what it is? It's the fact that they put it in the daylight. They, yeah, they set it that's in the daylight. What it is, and, which and, I'm fine with. Zach which, Snyder. Yeah, whatever. Like if, if oh my, Zach Snyder. don't even don't even get me started on that. Um, Seven p.m. Guys, time to assemble. Start fighting. Red and black CGI all over. Oh gosh, keep going. Uh, no, but uh, it, I mean. It felt like a Transformers movie watching that trailer, and you know I'm 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 hesitant to to be excited for that movie. Um, it it looks okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited for John Boyega. I think he's a great yeah. great actor. Yes, uh, I up. think he's gonna bring it. Um, and you know it's a, it's a robot movie. I know, I know what I'm getting in for. Exactly. Um, but I think it, I think the shift from um, not having Del Toro directing it is gonna definitely you're you're definitely gonna see that. It's gonna be a change. It is, for but. Sure. Um, no, I mean, I, 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 I'm probably gonna see it. I think that transformer effect is real. What you said, like I, that's one of the reasons why I liked Pacific Rim over 90 percent of the Transformers movies is because in Pacific Rim, and you'll see it when you watch a the movie, they move like giant 50, you know, 50 story robots. Like they actually have some weight to them. They have weight to yeah. it, and they carry and they walk very slow and cumbersome. I'm like, that's exactly how a 50, st- you know. Granted, I know Transformers are aliens technically and all that, but I don't need to see a car do a double backflip into a, a robot and then cut a building. Like I'm like, that kind of sucks me. Out. You know what? I'm gonna go get some popcorn. Yeah. That sucks me out of the movie. And when I'm not gonna spoil it because we're gonna go see it. There's a couple scenes in Pacific Rim where I was like, I like grabbed my chair. I was like, yo, that looked like it was really heavy because it really was. Yeah. That was an oil tanker. Like it was really, you know, what I'm saying stuff like that. Yeah. So fingers crossed. That's good. I'm going to have you read the next one. Okay. Early box office tracking for The Last Jedi has been released. Star Wars The Force Awakens hit theaters in December 15 and broke records with a 247 million box office opening. Jesus. Crazy. Box office pro (laughs) tracking has The Last Jedi as the second highest grossing movie of all time with $215 million. Too low or too high? That is the question. (laughs) <laughs> this is hard. I don't even care about box office tracking because it's going to make a butt ton of money. Right. Obi-Wan, um, you will not take her from uh, me. <laughs> we have to show, yes. Uh, it's been on, my, you. It's um, on my mind, dude. I can't get uh, it off. So uh. it hit 247 because it's 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 uh, Force Awakens. It hit 247 right. because of Star Wars coming back for the first time. Right. It's J.J. Uh, Abrams re- restarting a franchise. It's going to a new date in December. It it was all that working for it. I don't think Last Jedi is going to hit two forty seven. No, but I think it could hit two twenty five. To like, I think two fifteen is a little too low because the only thing in that time is Jun- uh, Jumanji. Jumanji yeah. the Welcome to the Jungle. I right. think is the only other thing in December. Double check if you can. The other thing in December is that, and then I believe it's. No, Murder in the Orient is November. What? What? What else? No, there's. I'm trying to remember. There's another movie. December twentieth is Jumanji. Is there another one in December? Like another movie releasing? Because I think it's just those two. I thought Jumanji was releasing on the same day as something else. No, that we were talking about something else at that point. But okay. Like there's nothing else fighting for its time. It's di- it'd be different if we talked about like Thor and Justice League. Where who do you think is gonna get more money in the box office? Thor the first weekend or Justice League the first weekend? I'm going to go with Thor. My yeah, probably Thor. Thor. I think Justice League may be good. We don't know because of DC's track and record. And you know what? And I'm going to go on record saying this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hot Uh-oh. take. I've been very critical of DC ever since we started this podcast. Uh-huh. But honestly, I think, yes, Thor will make more money than Justice League, but I think Justice League will be better than Thor. 
Ooh, like if wow. Ooh. That's a bold that statement. Hot take. And I'm just trying to give DC some props. You, because that's what you try. You're trying like, listen, man, you can do it. <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> you can do it. You're man. trying to give Ween some support. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I'm like, that's good. Like, that's his movie now. Right. Because he had to rewrite and make like more than half of it. And have you noticed that the trailers have gotten more colorful? Oh yeah. Someone told me that I didn't I didn't watch the last one, but someone was like, they were like <laughs> the trailer was like, listen. We smile here at DC, <laughs> and it was like Wonder Woman smiling at that. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I saw, it was, like, it was like a commercial like, or something. We have fun in our movies too, and I was They're like, just not oh, good. Jesus. So hopefully, I think this one will. Be it good. might always be nighttime here, but we <laughs> smile. Smiling. So two fifteen, too low or too high for Last Jedi? <clears throat> From what everyone's saying, we didn't watch the. I watched the first trailer. I didn't watch the new one, which is I heard it's amazing. Same. Um, what what I'm hearing it. Colin Trevorrow destroyed it. Like everyone loves it. Okay. I don't. I still think two forty. Wait, Colin Trevorrow destroyed the trailer. No, no, no. Like he made an amazing movie. Oh, okay. Like, there were right. no complaints while working. With, like he was like he was amazing, and they wanted him for not. You mean Ryan Johnson? I'm sorry. Why did I say Colin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he Brian. got fired. That's yeah. Ryan Johnson yeah, yeah. did an amazing number eight, and they wanted him to come back for nine. Right. But they went with JJ. But he said no. Because he was like, I, I, I got a life to live. <laughs> um, two fifteen. Too low or too high? Man. I think it's just right. Think just right. I think it's just right. Let me give you my reasoning. Two fifteen is. And I'm trying to put my wrap my mind around two hundred fifteen million dollars. I'm gonna okay. You I said, can't. I, you I said certainly can't. Right. I'm gonna say it's too high. Too high. Yeah. Really. Wow. My, for me, I'm saying this is gonna make around two hundred million. Why? That's just because me. Are you, you just doing it's like just low cause and me. hoping it? No, out. no, because I don't know. It's, mm. I have a weird I feeling. Don't about go this see one. it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> don't go see it. Don't go see this movie. <laughs> Make me run, <laughs> man. No, no. Um, Come on, Justice You think Jumanji is gonna steal? <laughs> no, no. It's Jumanji, but it's a video it's game. Kevin Hart. So it has Kevin Hart in the Rock. The but black like, people are going. <laughs> yeah, the black people will be there. I will be there. <laughs> But but this December, Jack Black <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as a woman. <laughs> I saw oh yeah, I, I, I was totally like, forgot about I was like, that. It looked funny, but I'm like, it's not enough to get me out the theater <laughs> to see that. That's oh a red my box. gosh! But anyway, um, so you say right on. I think yeah, right I think on. right on. I think it's a little too low. You say two fifteen is too too high. Uh, so we're all over the board. Yeah, we're well. So we'll, we'll come back to that later and okay. figure out where that. Is. And after after it comes out, we'll we'll talk and try to get you on the show and talk projections after that. Cool. In an interview with THR, Logan director James Mangold, did I say that right? Mm-hmm. I'm, what, you two for two now? Two for two. I'm getting them. Producer Hutch Parker and Hugh Jackman weighed in on X-23, which is Laura's story. In a future spinoff movie, the director explained that it is more than just rumors with the script being written as we speak, and we all will be building it together, especially Hugh, because he is the essence of Wolverine that has moved on. James Mangold hinted that it may be entitled Laura, seeing how it would fit the character. Yo. I'm so down for this. So yes. my wallet just emptied. <laughs> because they already bought the into ticket. Into their bank account. <laughs> I am so, throwing money at the screen, but uh, nothing's happening. Take my money. That's the, the future. <laughs> yeah. Take my money now. Shut up and take my money. I, I, we've said it multiple times. Logan is right now, think, my movie of the year so far. Yes. Depending on what start the next start the episode eight will be right right now that was this year I thought that was last year episode eight is gonna be this year no no uh Logan Logan, Logan was February okay it was gotcha. this year it's just because it was early right but Logan is up there right yeah that was now. killer it was it was so heart wrenchingly amazing yep and it was ultimately for for it to be a superhero movie it was just like it was the last of us basically. Which is that game? Right. That came out. It was the last. Yes. Of us just with powers, and like if there wasn't any like big sky beam in the like, sky, no there wasn't any rolling around. Right. There wasn't any like uh, there wasn't a geostorm happening. Like any like Jared Leto end, wasn't, end of the world. <laughs> Jared Leto wasn't being an idiot in the movie. It was just simple. I don't want no beef. And I was like, what movie am I watching? I hated suicide. No, we're gonna talk Same. about that another shit. Um, but it was like ultimately it was just a human story. And if any movie could get any nomination for any or any superhero movie get any nomination right. for an Oscar, supporting actor Patrick Stewart, holy crap, in that movie, man. Um, cinematography, Logan. Like you can nominate the movie. You can honestly nominate uh, Daphne Keene, best supporting actress. She was amazing in that movie. Mm-hmm. When you consider how well Hugh Jackman has acted 
up to this point in his career, and you're putting a 13 year old who speaks Spanish and English, hey, act next to him. It's mm-hmm. like, geez. like what? Huh? So now to make it about Laura, which is technically sh- what it should be now, because Wolverine's dead in the comics and everything. Um, this is amazing because I believe that she, because it'll be three or four years in the future, because it'll be whenever it comes out. Perfect for her to be preteenish age and starting to deal with like morality in a sense because she hasn't dealt with it because she's a kid. Yeah, she's just kill, run, etc. Having to actually develop like brain and actually understand like you can't just slice people's throats because that's all, all she knows time. right now. That's all she. I knows. mean, she's got. I, I can just imagine her trying to adjust to normal society. Oh like, lord, getting a job, trying to drive. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like they can going to the DMV and really she's getting annoyed. <laughs> like, like how does she deal with that, that? How does she deal with that line, man? Like, like this could be a very, very good and one of the better like coming of age stories. Just throw in like powers in there because the best like superhero movies are movies that have powers in them, but they're not just oh this is a superhero movie. They've got different qualities. What do you think? Right, I completely agree. I think it's um you know if they if they have a story that's focused on you know, the humanity of Laura, uh-huh. the humanity of her growing up and becoming this, like you said, a person that is normal, but also obviously that has to deal with her powers. That could be really interesting, you know, and it's not something that, you know, if it, as long as they don't take the, the Laura character and put her in a X-Men apocalypse type movie, oh, Jesus, they're going to be okay. <laughs> As long as they don't do that, if they if they keep and I know they will. I forgot we we forgot to talk about X Men Apocalypse because Michael Fassbender. I forgot oh, about that. Oh, I completely forgot. That movie was poochie <laughs> trash. <laughs> it was movie, not good. Uh, and I remember seeing that movie and thinking, why did I buy my ticket? Yeah, the same. Because he bought it off of Days of Future Past. Well, and Days because Oscar Isaac's is. Well, Days of Future Past was really good. Yeah, you bought it because you believed in them in that, and then Oscar Isaac's in this movie like, yo, this is amazing. And, then, and like, then they were like, hey, let's just try to make that movie, but uh, not as good. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. My heart was hardened. So are you ready for this Laura movie? Yes. I already told you. It would fit so well if they just called it Laura. They too. have my wallet. Like right now. Just Laura. swiping away. Take my money. Just keep swiping. Yeah. <laughs> what would be interesting is if, uh, you know, we thought that Logan was, you know, just centered around Wolverine, which it was, but mm-hmm. uh, what they didn't tell us, and maybe this is will be true, is that Laura is a, or rather Logan was a introduction to, to this Laura. arc that Laura will have, mm-hmm. you know, maybe in two or three films. I'm so excited. Uh, next, Venom's principal photography began October 24th. It's a couple days ago. I'm so excited for Venom. Uh, in an interview conducted by Yahoo Movies, Andy Serkis revealed that Tom Hardy is going to play Venom using motion performance capture. Serkis mm. explained, saying, there is no difference between, because they asked him about, like, how does he feel about motion capture? There's no difference between acting, wearing a costume, and makeup, or wearing a motion capture suit, plain and simple. There needs to be awarding bodies to understand that. Yep. So that raises the question, you know, that everyone's asking, can you get an Oscar for that? For, like, performance capture. Um, what do you think? Or do you think that they will introduce a category for it? Like, I don't think it'll go up. Like, best actor, I don't think they'll ever put someone in performance capture in the next, like, 10 years in there. But I think they I may, think they may, should. I think they could. I think if you put, like, in a separate category. Hmm. Because I know for, like, it's... You, you go first. Uh, Well, I think they, I think he should. Because I mean, you just were in a category or acting category, or an actual like acting category. I think it should be an acting category, like in, not a separate category. Just okay. throw them in there. Because I mean, it's it's still Tom Hardy. He's wearing a mocap suit. Okay, that's it. That's the only difference. And you know, they add some effects to it. Well, that's the but only I don't, thing is that you're like acting. But it's still and acting to. But at its, but at the essence of it, it's still Tom Hardy. Yeah, it's not. I agree with you. It's not like they're putting in a completely different person. When he's, you know, is he, is he, he's going to wear it whenever he's yeah, Venom, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's not like they're throwing in a completely different person. It's still him. They just altered him. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Hmm. No, sorry. You got to break this up. No, you're good. I think that you should definitely get an award for, you know, mocap acting, whatever. I mean, Andy Serkis, like, what can he not do? It's he's done. He's <laughs> done. Let's see. Gollum. Mm-hmm. He's done Snoke. Have you seen War for the Planet of the Apes? I have. I've seen all His three of them. His Caesar in that movie was unreal. 
Un- it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it's gotten better, the technology, but his seeds are from Rise, I believe, all the way up until War. Like I knew War for the Planet Apes was going to be good in like the first five minutes of the movie, because the first five minutes of the movie is like slow mo ish almost, and I was like, this movie is going to be sc-. like it's, sca- it's shot Lord of the Rings style with like long right. sweeping shots. And right. I was like, they're going for epic scale. In this I, movie. I really do think that this Apes trilogy is one of the best oh, so trilogies we've seen in, in this decade. Time. And I can I, I would honestly compare it to like the original Star Wars movies mm-hmm. and Indiana Jones and all that. Like those franchises. I really would. They're so good. No, but Andy Serkis is uh is completely correct in this. You know, if you're gonna have an actor that is gonna play you know, Venom or whoever it is, like you have to have the right movements. You have to have someone that knows what they're doing. Uh, you can't have Tom Hardy just, you know, voice Venom, yeah. but then also have some random guy it's do different. the mocap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's got to be the same thing. Um, you, they have to ba- they have to own the character physically and mentally or uh-huh. vocally rather. You know what I mean? So I completely agree. Like, for example, um, one of my favorite movies is Ex Machina. Yes. You know, Ali- yes. Alicia Vikander. Uh huh. She, I mean, she, AKA Tomb Raider. AKA Tomb yeah. Raider. She played a robot yeah. in that film. I mean, does she get an award? No. Even though she was fantastic. I mean, I know it's not voice acting, but I mean, isn't that, it's kind of the same thing. Like, they should get an award for that stuff. Even if, I mean, they, yeah, okay, they had some uh, robot stuff on her for mm-hmm. the film. I mean, who cares? You know, it's the same thing. If Tom Hardy's going to be Venom, he's going to have, you know, all the symbiote stuff on him. I mean, is he not? It's not going to be Topher Grace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye, Topher. No. Hello, Tom. Oh, gosh. Like, I, the only the only argument I could see other people having is when, when you act, you know, or when you do performance capture, there's also a hundred and whatever amount of people that are editing your lips, your face, your mouth, et cetera, all that Everything. stuff. That also goes into play, which is why I don't think they get an award now. But I think in the next five to ten years, people are going to be like, okay. depending. I feel like this is actually a big... how Whatever Tom Hardy does as Venom, now that this news has come out that he's working with Andy Serkis, because Tom Hardy has been Bane, he's been in Bronson, he's like a well-known... He's been an Inception. He's a well-known guy now. Mm-hmm. Before Andy Serkis was just a guy who did Gollum, but like no one knew who he was until after right. Gollum, and then when he did Caesar, it was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then you see uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as Smog. Yep. Have you seen his behind the scenes of doing that? Like it's, it's like your brain just doesn't comprehend. Like it's actually actually, really funny. It is really funny. watching the watching him like crawl around or whatever. Like, it, because it's performance capture instead of motion. Like motion is just your face and all that performances you have to do a lot of the movements mm-hmm. and so he's crawling around on the ground like on a mat like a Who crazy is? person Benedict Cumberbatch oh wait I did see that with small and he's got yeah. the little thing in front of his face and yeah. he has to accent his mouth and that stuff is ridiculous that's really acting at its core definitely that's acting and mm-hmm. so that's what they got a question next up bystander breakdown you know what a bystander breakdown is Nathan why don't you tell me Wayne, what's bystander breakdown? How are you just gonna pass that to me like that? <laughs> this is not an assist, okay? Assist. <laughs> uh, it's airball. <laughs> it's airball. <laughs> so bystander breakdown is, you take the last movie that you saw in theaters, which was Kingsman. Oh, good. <gasps> okay, you take that and you get one minute to talk about it in a non-spoiler way, and then you give a letter grade. Non-spoiler way. Uh-huh. Non-spoiler. Ooh. Because the scary, it was scary. The upset thing that I'm hearing a lot of people is it, it was not the first one. It was indeed not the first one. Okay. All right. So you ready? You got, you got a minute on the man, clock? You're, you're literally putting me on the yeah, clock. Yeah, we do yes. it literally a minute on literally, the clock. Literally. Okay. Ready? Go ahead. Go. Go. Kingsman, The Golden Circle, directed by, uh, I honestly forget who directed it, but, uh, but the, the movie was a sequel to the first one, uh, which is called Kingsman, The Secret Service. Uh, the Kingsman, The Secret Service was a great film. I really loved it. But the second one, I think it had a lot of things they were trying to do that were comparable to the first one. They, they, brought, up, brought, they brought up a lot of themes that, uh, that shot back to the first one, but I think they made a story that overall was, they tried to do something really huge with it, but I think that it fell flat in certain areas where 
whereas mm-hmm. there were certain themes or certain characters that came back into mm-hmm. I mean this is in the trailer you know Colin Firth yeah, is back, back. Um, basically I'm not going to say anything about it but there was no reason for him to come back there's no reason to come back <laughs> he's just and, there and the, the, the villain was okay I think she was interesting but basically her, her plan was so dumb uh, <laughs> at the, at the scheme, in the scheme of things and uh, the action was great I think it was funny but overall it was just kind of a B rated movie B okay Hmm. So that's better than I've, what I've been hearing. Because I've been okay. hearing spoiler, like Channing Tatum's not even in, the, not even in the movie. Yeah, he's in. He's you know, he's in it for like five minutes. Exactly. They're like, oh, in the trailer, he shoot a shotgun. He's like, not even in the movie, <laughs> and people are upset. They did that thing where they had certain shots they filmed for the trailer, oh, yeah. and then they didn't put them in the, in the uh, actual movie. Filming. So next week we're going to talk about for TV stuff. We're going to talk about Walking Dead. <gasps> I missed the first episode. Oh my it. gosh. We got to talk about Stranger Things. Yes, yes. Come out tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. Now we'll probably watch. Do you have time though? I'll probably watch all of it. Um, right. I'm right now. I'm rewatching The Office. I'm gonna break for okay, Stranger Things. When are we not rewatching yeah, The Office? Literally. I know. We talked it's, about this last week. It's just, as I said, Michael Scott's made one of, if not the funniest TV character I've seen in a long fantastic. Time. Besides Sean Spencer and Burton Guster. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Psych. Next, throwing that out there. It's time for the exchange. The exchange. That was terrible. Stop hating on my jingle. I'm not trying to put you down. So yes, what the exchange are. is? The exchange is where you audience tell me. You ask us questions. Any type of questions, funny, goofy, serious. You ask them, ask us questions, and we answer them on the air. They can send questions. How? You can send it to our email, which uh-huh. is contact at entexchange.co. That's right. Or you can hit us up on Facebook. Send us a question. Or you can send us a question on Twitter. Hashtag, hashtag ENT. Ask ENT. That's right. So we're going to go with our Twitter. We got a Twitter question from at JT Roberts 95. What's on your Mount Rushmore of Halloween candies? Candy corn. Your top four. You are really going to sit here and say candy corn? Yes. <laughs> this ain't my podcast, but get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Like, do you, like, are you saying it's just because it's Halloween candy? No, like, I, actually, like? I actually enjoy candy corn. So you're corn. like the point six. Pop- yes, population, and it's not it's not my fault. Uh huh. My but mom, my mom loves candy corn, and uh-huh. I just ha- it was always in the house. Okay. Like right now on our counter is just I can see that. candy corn, and you know whenever you want some, you just go open up a little bag of candy corn and you eat it. Okay. What's so, what's your Mount Rushmore? So I'd yeah, say top four. Top four. Candy corn. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. Watermelon. Okay. Nice. Uh, Twix. Yeah. And Left or right side? Woo. 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 <laughs> I had to hit my falsetto real quick, you know. <laughs> uh, number four. I don't even know. Hold on, give me a second. We'll come back to you. Come back to me, <laughs> Nathan. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Reese's Cups. Mm. The Reese's original. Cups. Yep. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. flavor. Yeah. Bring back the kid, the black kid who used to <laughs> yeah. rap that commercial. Bring that kid back. Where is he? I can imagine they're doing like a like a movie about him. <laughs> yes. produced, where are they now? Produced by Michael Bay. <laughs> um, peanut butter cups. Peanut butter cups. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Ugh. I love Twizzlers. That's I, random. I I'm not a big fan of Twizzlers. Yeah, Nessie, you might be confusing them with Red Vines, which are not no, good. I, what, red no, Vines no. are worse. But I, vines, do, I can eat. Tw- I can eat Twizzlers. Twizzlers are good. Three is gonna be uh, peanut butter M and M's. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Like those, those a lot, good. and then the last one is uh, nerds. Nerds, that's a class. That's old. Oh school. yeah. What's I your got, last I one? I got my fourth. What? What was it? Crispy M and M's. Crispy. Mm. Yes. Which bag is that? Is that the? That's the, it's the green, green bag. Green, green bag. one. Okay. It's the green. They bag. all run together. Someone told me about. There's almond. There's chocolate covered almond M and M's. That's in like a beige bag. Psych. Really? Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, I'm okay. I'm I'm good. I'm you good. Uh, my four pretzel M and M's. Love pretzel M and M's. The blue bag. Um, Twix, cause duh. Yeah. Um, Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. Cause duh. Yeah. And the orange creamed Oreos. Never had those. What? It's Oreos. It's just they make the cream orange for Halloween time. Does it taste the same? It, it tastes the same. They just food coloring. Oh it's wait, so orange. what's the difference? So you so you just like Oreos? It's Halloween. Yeah, why. so essentially you just like Oreos. I like Oreos, but they put like a little <laughs> bat on it, and I'm like, oh, it tastes. No, 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 no. it's Halloween Oreos. Because <laughs> it's got when a you bat said on orange it. cream. I'm thinking like, does it taste like a dreamsicle? Exactly. You know or what they should do? Dreamsicle. Make it a dreamsicle. 
Uh, last question from Mark in North Carolina. Mark. Marky Mark. Well, Mark. yes, Marky Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get Marky Mark on the show. What is your take on the expanding Star Wars movies up to this point? Uh-oh. Do you think they're trying to milk a dead cow? So, expanding, I'm guessing, would be Rogue One, Han Solo. No, no, no. Solo. So, you're right. I'm sorry. Solo, a Star Wars Solo. Uh, the Obi-Wan movie. That's it, I guess, for expanding. So, after the prequels, do you think they're trying to do too much, Nathan? How much time we got? We got another 10 minutes. Good. I mean, you can't take all of it. Though. I won't. I won't take all of it. I'm just going to go ahead and preach for y'all real quick. <laughs> I just, I just got to prepare myself for that. So, uh, I love Star Wars over any other movie franchise, mm-hmm. right? I love it. I grew up with it. Um, you know, I don't know every like Cantina band member's name yeah. or whatever, but like I know, I know a general about it. And I will never like be able to recreate probably the hype I had for Episode Seven. Oh yeah, I don't think anyone can unless they wait another thirty years yeah, to you know what I'm saying. Release another exactly, one, yeah. exactly. Um, you know, but that being said, you know I was excited for Seven. I saw Rogue One. This is an unpopular opinion, but I didn't care for Rogue One. Really? Did not care for it. <gasps> wow. <gasps> bum, well, bum. That's crazy. I liked Rogue One better than Seven. See, I did I not. think it was the most Star Wars. Out of any of the Star Wars, if okay. you take Star Wars, I understand that. I understand that. You, you that. make that sense? Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, "Yo, we we got boots on the ground on the beach. Right. We fight. Let's go." Like I was mm-hmm. like, "That's what I want." And then Darth Vader, I was like, "Sold icing on the cake." That's I get that. I for me, and, I, and I'll go back to the original question, yeah. but the, for me, it was that the characters were not fleshed out enough. No. And I did not care about them. No. I don't. I still do not remember their names. No. Uh, and they weren't like Luke and Leia. They were right. Uh, Baze Malbus was one character's <laughs> name. They're like, listen, we're not going to talk that's, about people. That's such a Star Wars name, though. <laughs> exactly. I mean, come on. Baze Malbus. We're not going to flesh these out because they're all going to die anyway. <laughs> that's what the director was thinking. That's and then we're... and then I think the second biggest thing is, and, and this is underappreci- underappreciated, I think, is the music. Yeah. I think that the lack of John Williams was very evident there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, say what you that's want, but, like, I did not feel that Star Wars feeling when I mm-hmm. watched that film. You know, I de- it was definitely Star Wars. It was yeah. definitely a Star Wars movie. Yeah. But it that's was not. It did not resonate with me enough to make me go, hmm, yeah, I would, I would watch it a few more times, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, that being said, saw that movie. I am so psyched for Episode Eight. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I don't care about the solo film. I don't care about the Han yeah. Solo film. I think they are that they are trying to one. They're trying to gain back that money that they bought for the four billion mm-hmm. uh, buyout of Lucasfilm. Granted, uh, the fir- didn't Force Awakens earned them a billion straight off the bat, right? Like straight up. So they're good there. They're, they're one build down. Yeah, um, <laughs> three more to go. Yeah. Three more to go, and they're working on it. But I think that. If they keep making films every single year, we're going to get burnt out. And mm-hmm. it's even more so than the MCU films. I'm fine with the MCU films because there is not as high of a importance, I feel mm-hmm. like, on those films than to as far as how many you make than Star Wars. I think Star Wars is like, uh, you know, it's it's people take that to heart people love mm-hmm. those films you know over a lot of things and i feel like with the amount yeah the amount of mcu movies they they they're starting to create them in different and unique ways which is where they have to because right. you're at 18 19 21 20 you got to start you can't just give us iron man one two three and then expect everyone like oh yeah i'll go and they, they got to switch it up which is why right thor three looks like guardians of the galaxy yeah that's why yes i'm not mad at him but i'm just like hey that's guard like Chris Pratt should fly in right somewhere yeah, in the trailer. Definitely. That's all I'm saying. Um, Probably will. <laughs> but I, to, to answer your question, I don't think that they are milking it yet. But yet. I think that, you know, if they said, I mean, Bob Iger said, oh, yeah, you know, you're not going to see the last Star Wars film. Yeah. I hope that's not true. Uh, there was also a rumor that they said that Kathleen Kennedy wants to take a five-year break between I'm saga films. So fine with that. I'm so fine with that. Oh, yeah. Because if they if they make if they make episode 10 within the next few years, why? Like what can you just give us a <laughs> because break? Because it's episode 10, we need to finish the, the 10th one. <laughs> That's the only reason why. Right, exactly. Uh let's let's not fast and furious the Star oh, Wars films, guys. That's a good point. Let's once you repeat that. Let's not fast and furious the Star Wars films, guys. I like guys. that. I like that. How do you feel, Wayne? Family. <laughs> Till I see you again. It's been a That's what they're gonna do. As soon as Harrison Ford dies, he's gonna like pull over and smile <laughs> on the Millennium Falcon and then drive off. 
They got a mocap. Oh, oh no. What do you how do you feel? Uh, <laughs> as far as the whole milking a dead cow thing, I don't think it's I don't think Star Wars is dead. So I wouldn't go as far no. as saying they're milking a dead cow. Uh-huh. But I think they're milking a cow on life support. <laughs> <laughs> That image. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. The cow in a respirator. Yeah. <laughs> Milking a cow on life support. So you yeah. think. So go, explain that. I think. <laughs> that is such a good. That was a really good statement. I think Star Wars on the the verge of just being completely finished. Mm-hmm. Like done. Don't mm-hmm. make any more movies. Let us live in peace with what we have and what we've had in the past. And, and just then, let us reminisce on how great Star Wars was until we eventually pass away. That's what I think. So you think they should stop at some point and never come back or stop and be like... Yeah, don't come back. Oh, so you're saying give us a certain amount and be like, listen. Yeah. That's Star Wars. That's it. And that's the episode. The episode. Let's be frustrated. Yeah. Ended on a frustrating note, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Nathan, thank you for joining us this week. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. We're going to bring you back at some point. Wayne, thank you for joining us this week. Like every week? Like every week. Because Why don't I'm... you sign off? Again? Yeah. Yo, this is off. the third time, I think. Hey, signing off for now. It's your boy, Wayne the Hattrick Wizzy Webb, and my man, David Johnson. Hey. Catch us on the flip side. Flip side meeting next week. Hey. Thanks for being here, Nathan. Appreciate you. Deuces. We out, G. Peace.